Welcome to a Holy Mess Podcast. All right, my friends, we all know life can be so difficult and painful at times, especially when we're carrying grief or loss or wrestling with shame about our past, anxiety about our future, or frankly, like we are just not enough. But there has to be so much more for us. There is hope and joy, peace, love, fun, purpose, and a reason that you, my friend, are on this planet. Let's partner with God so you can be who he created you to be as you wrestle through and trudge through your mess. Hi, I'm Danny, a recovering alcoholic, a mom, a wife, a mentor, and dust. We are only here for a moment. Let's live like it. I'm just like you. I'm a holy mess most days. Actually, every day. Let's have some fun and laugh while trudging through our mess. This stuff doesn't need to be dry and boring. Let's dig in. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to episode 33 of the podcast. Oh my gosh. Okay, you guys, I have so much to cover today, so I might talk fast, probably not any faster than normal, but I'm going to hit a bunch of points. But anyways, first and foremost, I want to tell you thank you, thank you, thank you for praying for our daughter and for our family. So um, I had posted on social media, but we had gotten the results back uh, on Kenzie's brain MRI and little Jeffrey, the cyst in her head, the size of a golf ball has not grown. So that cyst is what they call stable and most likely an incidental finding, quote unquote, meaning she had symptoms. They found it. They weren't sure if that was causing it. They actually didn't think it was, but they had to monitor it because when they find something in your brain that is the size of a golf ball, it's good to monitor it to make sure All that to say, we are super grateful. It has not grown in a year, which means uh, she is out of the neurosurgeon's care now. And now we just work with a neurologist to continue to help her alleviate and God willing, no more migraines and and all the other ridiculous symptoms that comes with all of that. So anyways, I just want to thank you so much. We're still on the path of healing for her. We're still obviously seeking God for wisdom and for ultimate healing, but we are meeting with a nutritionist and different medical doctors to help her on the path to fullness of life. So anyways, the same path we're all on. And, but just, let me just tell you the peace of mind that this mama has now that that cyst is not growing inside of her head. It, it brought many sleepless nights. So anyways, just thank you. Thank you. Thank you for praying for her. Okay. Second update, you guys, in a week, we had a thousand downloads. I told you last week that we had hit 10,000 downloads in a little over four and a half months, which is absolutely incredible. And I asked you guys to pause the episode and to share it with a friend or somebody on social media or something. And you guys, you obviously did because in a week we had a thousand downloads. You guys, that is absolutely blows my mind and incredible. So maybe I should just ask you guys every episode to just, hey, pause this episode, (laughs) find an episode that blessed you and pray over it and share it with a friend that it may bless or encourage. You guys, this is grassroots effort and I cannot thank you enough uh, for, you know, just being a part of this community. And I'm super jazzed of what's coming and in the next couple of months to build our community and to build more connection besides me just sitting behind the mic and sharing my heart. Although I love, love, love being on this journey with you. And I, you know, just again, you guys, if you have prayer requests, send them in hello at dannysumner.com. If you want to email us, we'd love, love, love to pray for you and pray with you. Let's dive into today's content. I'm super jazzed. So today, I'm going to share a story that happened actually last night. 
at a uh, group I'm a part of. A, a, it's a Bible study group. We're diving into this course that I had created, um, this Bible study called the Grace Initiative. And so last night, and I called my friend this morning to um, just connect with her because she shared some pretty vulnerable stuff last night. And then I asked her permission to share her story. I'm not going to give you her name. And she did give me permission to share specifics, but I'm not going to get into the specifics. But I have to tell you the story of what happened because you guys, it blows me away every time I see community Uh, the way Christ intended us to do this life together, arm in arm, hand in hand, doing uh, this inner healing work together. It blows my mind every time I see it happen. And it happened before my very eyes last night. And it was just beautiful. There's like 15 women there and God just really did some mighty work. And it's amazing to see God use people and to share their life experience and to plant hope and to um, help people shed off things that maybe they shouldn't be carrying, right? Like scripture is clear about these yokes, <laughs> right? Like sometimes we're carrying yokes that we were never meant to carry. We're carrying, you know, the ramifications from other people's choices and we're carrying the guilt and the grief and the shame and the regret when it's not really ours to carry. But how do you unpack it? It's so hard. It's it's one thing to cognitively say in our minds, that's not really mine to carry, but then it's a whole other issue because we're actually carrying it emotionally, right? Like, how do you actually unpack these things? And so I'm super jazzed to jump in. We're going to talk really briefly about the power of community. And, you know, I say this when I talk about community. If you have community wounds and if you are have been hurt in relationship, I'll tell you what, it is really hard sometimes to hear about uh, when community works well for other people. And so, and I've been on both sides, right? So I've, I lived a very isolated life for a very long time. And, you know, because of what I was going through in my own life, but also some community had hurt me. And so, you know, and I'm not pointing fingers and we all have our story. We all have our stuff. And I think that when there's misunderstanding, it's because there's misunderstanding, right? And some things are done in hurtful ways. And so all that to say is I have a ton of compassion for you. If you have community wounds, please don't just skip this episode. I think this episode is still for you, even if you are carrying that isolation or that loneliness or feeling lost or feeling just sad because you've lost those deep, rich relationships that maybe you once had, right? Because of someone else's choices and, and all of that, or maybe because of choices you've made. And so you're kind of beating yourself up. So all that to say is just hang with me. I want to get to the end of this episode. And I feel like God has something for all of us in this because I feel like even if we have rejection and hurt community places within us, I think God can still heal us through the power of community. It may not be the community that we once had. Like that's the reality. You know, we are called as believers to forgive and, but we're not called to forget, right? (laughs) Some things are just too painful. And so sometimes we can't get back into that same community or that same intimacy with that group of people or that person, right? But that doesn't mean that God has left us alone and that he's not going to build another community around us or build other rich relationships. And I'm telling you, you can meet someone and I've, I've done it. I, I meet somebody and it's like, oh my gosh, it's like we've been great friends for 20 years that you know what I'm talking about. We can find that connection and that relationship. And all of a sudden there's a depth of understanding and insight that we have into each other's hearts and minds. And it's like, wow, it's like you were here the whole time, even though you weren't right. Like, so I just, I want us to believe again, that even if we have deep rooted community wounds, we can still 
find rich and amazing community. Okay, I want to share the story of what happened last night. We're in the study, and it was the fourth week of the study, and we were wrapping it up, and during worship, Kilo, this amazing worship leader, came and led worship for us all four weeks. So shout out to Kilo. Oh, except for that third week when Zed came. Uh, so Zed, shout out to Zed too. Just amazing worship leader. So Kilo, we're doing worship and it was just a really anointed, it was just a really special time when you, it was amazing. Okay. So during worship and, you know, I'm not woohoo or anything crazy, but I had this vision in my head and heart. And sometimes I'm a very creative person. I'm sure you can tell a little bit, but I get visions and I see things, you know, in my own head and heart. And, um, I don't think necessarily in the spiritual realm sometimes probably, but sometimes it's just like a vision. I feel like God gives me and you know, I don't always share them. Sometimes they're for me. Sometimes they're for me to pray for people. And sometimes I actually like, it's so pressing on my heart. I have to share it. And so after worship, I had to share this vision. I had this vision of a woman and I didn't know who it was, but was, um, reaching for the Lord and reaching, like reaching for the goodness of God and wanting to believe in all the, uh, the grace and love and mercy and everything that God has for her. Right. But yet she was in quicksand or she had like dark tar on her legs and it was like pulling her down and it was pulling her away. And so I shared that vision and I shared how we all have these places in our lives where we are being pulled back, even though we want to believe, even though we want to have more peace in this area, even though we want to have more joy in this area, we're, we're being pulled back by these, these things that have been planted in our lives, have been maybe even, you know, planted in our thought life, planted in our history and our experience that are just, ugh, like it's just crummy. And it's, some of it's abuse and some of it's trauma and some of it's tragedy and some of it's grief and some of it's regret. And, you know, the list goes on and on and on. And so as I'm sharing, this woman goes, that's me, that's me. And she began to share about a childhood thing that had happened to her. Now she's in her late sixties. She has held on to this secret for 60 years. This thing that she has held inside and she blurted it out and shared it to all of us. And you guys, you could have heard a needle drop in that room. It was so beautiful how she shared it and how these women came around her to love her, not to, you know, try to make her feel better not to even minimize, like it was just, it was the power of community. It was how I believe God intends us to do this community together. And, you know, these women, we've been meeting for four weeks. We're not all, we haven't all been best friends forever. Like some of us just met the first week of this study, but we've been diving into God's grace and how do you unpack it? How do you live it? Right. And how do you walk in the grace of God? Right. Like scripture is clear. You guys, the moment that we accept Jesus and that, you know, we, we become a follower of Christ. Like second Corinthians five seventeen says the old is gone and the new has come. Right. And spiritually speaking, we are healed in an instant. Right. But it's these things of this world. It's, it's our emotions. It's our minds. It's our experience. Like those places need the bomb of Christ as well. And this, the, the healing of God. Right. And so that is where it takes a little bit of work of walking in God's grace into allowing God's grace to heal us in those places. And so, oh my gosh. Okay. So my friend, she shared this really intimate story of something that happened, tragic story of something that happened in her childhood. And she was wrestling with, uh, she felt like she needed to forgive herself because she never went forward. And now mind you, you guys, she's, seven, eight years old, nine years old when this happened. 
And she'd been carrying this for 60 years, literally the regret that she never shared what happened so that the person who did what they did could have had consequences, right? And so she was carrying this like shame and this regret and this, she felt like she needed to forgive herself because she never came forward. And what we did as a group is we sat with her and we tried to bring understanding to her. We did this visualization thing that I've done over the years. It's worked in my own inner healing and it's, I've walked people through it for years and years. But, you know, we brought her back and we had her picture this little girl who was seven, eight, nine years old when this happened and just had her wrap her in her arms, right? And obviously, there isn't an actual still little girl inside of her, but she can picture that little girl. We can all picture that child inside of us who was hurting or lost or rejected or, or whatever wounded. And it's really, really powerful when we can minister to that child within, right? And we can minister to those places within us, right? And the more that we unpacked it and we sat with her as she shared and other women shared perspective and their own experience and, and all of that. By the end, she was like, oh, I, I actually, that little girl has nothing to ask for forgiveness for. She did nothing wrong. Like she was victimized. And this woman had been carrying this shame like she did something wrong, not necessarily for the act, but that she never reported the act. And she's, you know, in her late 60s now. So, of course, if this were to happen to her now, she has much more life experience. She has much more uh, community to be able to, to talk this through and to, and to probably go through the proper order and, and actually report it, right? But as a little kid, she didn't know how to do that. And she, how, why should she? And why would she know how to do that? And you guys, it was just this... We could go so many directions with what happened last night and how she unpacked this. But one of the things, and I wanted to talk about the power of community and how, you guys, we have to do this inner healing work together. We have to have trustworthy people that we can bring into these sacred spaces. They don't have to have all the answers. You guys, we do not have all the answers. I do not have all the answers, right? One of my goals and one of, I think, our role in this planet is to usher in this safe space for people to process their stuff, right? Only the Lord can really change people's hearts and minds and all of that. But I wanted to talk about the power of community and how important it is that we have these places that we can process. And yeah, you can go to therapy and yeah, you can have a great pastor and, and all of that stuff. And that stuff's very important and it's vital and it's vital to me in my life. There's something miraculous about doing this community together and one another and bringing the love and the grace and the compassion of God so that we can work our stuff out and, and we can only do this in community. And, you know, one of my favorite quotes that I've talked about on this podcast is by Bob Goff, when he says, next to grace, I bet God making us need one another thinks that's his best idea, right? My point is, the power of doing this together. And I would be amiss to say, to bring up my friend's story and then not to say, there might be some of you who are carrying some regret or some shame or some, you feel like you need to forgive yourself because you didn't do X, Y, or Z as a child when some pretty adult situations were, were brought upon you, right? Now, let me just say, first and foremost, if you were hurt, 
that was never God's intent. Okay. He would, he would never intend for any of that to happen. Now we can argue all day long about the sovereignty of God and why did he let it happen and and all of that. And I, we can go round and round and round and round. And I I don't want to go there today. But what I do want to say is there are yokes that have been placed upon you that were never yours to carry, never intended for you to carry. And my friend, she'd been carrying this around for 60 some odd years and it affected her life. And last night she smiled and she shared. And at the end, it was so beautiful to see her freedom. And it was so beautiful to see the community and the women speak life and understanding. And others were, were, able to have some breakthrough because of her sharing. And now I'm not saying you need to share all your stuff with 15 women or 15 men. I'm not saying that at all. I do think that if you're feeling, if you're struggling and you've really got some like internal like angst going on and you, maybe you don't even know what's going on. There's stuff in our unconscious beings that need to be dealt with. Right. And honestly, the only way I know how to do that is three simple steps. Okay. Here's the takeaways from today's episode. Get honest with yourself, right? You, you know, or maybe you don't know, but your conscious mind knows. So you can figure out like, well, why am I ragey when someone touches my shoulder, <laughs> right? Like if you don't actually know what happened, begin to unpack these these things that you are frustrated about yourself in. Maybe you're short-tempered. Begin to unpack it. Why are you short-tempered, right? Why, why do you get creeped out when someone touches you or why when someone laughs a certain way does it just rub you wrong like it was it like an aunt or an uncle who belittled you or um did something in your I, I don't know what your story is okay all I am saying is I think there's three steps to really unraveling this stuff to find more healing and guys it's not it doesn't need to take 30 years of therapy although I am pro therapy, (laughs) but what I'm saying is like, there are steps we can do. So number one, we get honest with ourselves. We actually like take a deep breath and like, this actually happened. This is reality. And you know, and I know some of us have gone through gaslighting where it's like, no, that didn't really happen. Well, well, you're, you think it happened, right? Your soul. So begin to unpack it. Lord, did this happen? Lord, help me, right? And just begin to ask the question. It's through like compassionate curiosity that we can actually find some healing, right? And the other thing is, step two, be honest with God. God already knows. Bring it to him. Lord, how do I deal with this? Lord, help me. I want to be free of this. Lord, just begin the process of dialogue with God, right? The simple prayer of just asking questions and asking for his peace and asking for his direction. And don't go digging under rocks. Jim always told me, Jim, my therapist always said, don't go digging under rocks that the Holy Spirit hasn't like already revealed, right? Like, I don't think the job of us is to like reveal every crazy thing that we went through in our lives, right? Like, I think we have to deal with the things that are affecting us because we don't want to pass the junk on. Like, this is part of breaking off that generational junk, right? Is that we, you know, we deal with the things that are inhibiting us so that we can walk in more peace and walk in more joy and walk in more purpose and, you know, actually enjoy this life that we have been given. It's it's our one life. It's our one shot to, and none of us have been totally forsaken or forgotten. Like there is still hope, even in the most hopeless of situations. I don't care how broken you feel. I don't care how lost you feel. I don't care how much you feel like you missed the boat or you don't deserve a seat at the table. 
You didn't miss the boat. You're on the boat. You deserve a seat at the table. You deserve some hope. You deserve some peace. You deserve some joy. I promise you, like God created you with the intention of so much good and so much great. And yeah, the world just taints it and, 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 you know, can be hard and murky at times. But I think that there's got to be a way to find hope and peace and joy beyond whatever is inhibiting us, beyond whatever brokenness we're wrestling through or, or anything like that. And so I, I just know it. I know it because I know it. I know it because I've experienced it. And I know it because I see it in other people's lives, people who have walked through just hell, but yet somehow are finding joy and somehow are finding peace and somehow are finding purpose. And those are my heroes. Like those are just incredible human beings that I want I want to know more. I want to know how they do it, right? And so this is part of a holy mess podcast of what, like we're unpacking this, like how do we find that hope and joy and peace even in our messes, right? There are there are circumstances in my life right now where I'm like, I don't know how this is going to end. I don't know how this is going to be, but I am fighting for all the hope and all the joy and all the peace that I can. And, and honestly, God shows up like in miraculous ways and amazing ways. And I've seen his hand time and time again, you know? And so number one, get honest with ourselves. Number two, get honest with God. He has thick skin. He can handle our truth. I promise you. What's that? Uh, what movie is that? Top Gun? No. Where did, oh, come on. You know what I'm talking about. Said, you can't handle the truth. Oh, that's right. A Few Good Men with Jack Nicholson. Yes, we can. God can handle the truth. And guess what? You can handle the truth too. Okay. And step number three, get honest with another human being. You guys, one of my favorite scriptures is Psalm 32, 3. And it's King David after he had, uh, if you don't know the story, but King David had had an affair with Bathsheba and ended up, you know, killing off her husband. And it was kind of a crazy soap opera story. Okay. It was really awful. But he said in Psalm 32, when I kept silent, my bones wasted away through groaning all day long. You guys, when we hold this stuff in, things that have been done to us, things that we had done, regret, all this, when we, we are not meant to carry all this mental baggage on our own, okay? When we keep silent, our bones waste away. You know what I'm talking about. You can feel it in your bones. You can feel it in your heart, right? And Galatians 6.2 says, carry one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. You guys, carrying one another's burdens and allowing others to carry your burdens is one of the biggest privileges on this planet. It's holy, holy ground. James 5.16, I've shared it before and I'll share it again. I think I'm going to write a book about James 5.16. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. Yes, 100% we go to God for forgiveness, but we go and we share it with each other for healing. We hold space for people to process their things. And I'm not just talking about things that you've done, but things that have been done to you, the, the, the sins and the things that have been put on you that were never yours to carry. You guys, there is power and there is just miraculous, amazing peace that comes when we share it. Yeah, it can be hard and it can be, you know, take a lot of courage and, you know, you get anxiety, you get like your neck turns red. Trust me, your skin itches like I've been there. Okay. And I just shared the story last night with the women, but I remember one of the first times that I shared, began to unpack and share a few things going on inside of me. You guys, 
I seriously think the person couldn't even understand what I was saying. It's not about them even understanding what you're saying. It's about us getting it out. And I totally joked, but seriously, the person must have thought I was like speaking in tongues or a different language because I was just, I was riddled with anxiety and it was just so hard to get it out. And thank God they understood it was not about the details. It was not about even what I said. It was just about me getting it out. Um, it's still hard for me when I'm sharing, but when I know, because I know, because I know I need to share, right? And so I just want to encourage you. Number one, if you've been hurt in community, hang in there, okay? You may be in a very lonely season right now, but I promise you, God wants you to have a community around you. So I would just encourage you to keep your eyes open. Doesn't mean someone's going to fall at your door today and knock on the door with a fruit basket and say, hey, God said to be your friend and you can trust me. But maybe, I mean, I don't know, let's pray for that, but just have your heart and your mind open. You would be so surprised at the relationships that will come your way that you didn't even see coming. And you're going to go, oh my gosh, it's like we've been friends for 20 years. There's a person out there, there are people out there, there's a group of people out there that want to be in relationship with you. You have something to give this world, no matter what you think, and you think you you have nothing to offer. You do. Trust me, you do. And people have stuff to offer you as well. And so it may not be an overnight transformation where all of a sudden you have this beautiful, vibrant, rich community, but God heals our community wounds through community. I promise you, I've seen it done in my own life. Okay. I wouldn't trade the journey now, even though I, I lived many years in isolation and, and loneliness and all of that. And part of that was, I didn't know how to have real relationships. Like I was still dealing with myself And so that takes time. And so we have to be compassionate and grace-filled with ourselves even, right? Oh, okay. That's it. I was going to go through another little thing, but I feel like this is enough for today. I just wanted to share that. I am so grateful for you. I'm so grateful for all God is doing. And I just want you to know if you're feeling like all this anxiety, like, Danny, I can't share that stuff. Okay. Let me just say, no condemnation. Be curious. Ask yourself, why? Why do I feel like I can't share this stuff? right? Just begin to journal through that. Begin to write down your thoughts and allow God to bring healing. So you don't have to feel so stuck. It's like over the weekend. Oh, by the way, okay. Remember last week I mentioned that uh, that quote, this may pass like a kidney stone, but it will, sh- this too shall pass. It may pass like a kidney stone, but it shall pass. Okay. Okay. Crazy timing, but over the weekend I had a kidney stone and I'm getting over a kidney infection. Thank you very much. Anyways, I'm on antibiotics and all that fun stuff, which is like crazy town, okay? But anyways, it made me think over the weekend about how, you know, I just didn't feel right. Like I felt malaise, like there was something off. You guys, you know in your heart and mind if there's something off. And all I want to do is encourage you, drink more water, okay? Because we all need to drink more water, like literally pause the show and drink some water. Okay. But literally what is that water? What is that freshness? What is it your body needs? And to honor that, like to ask Jesus, I mean, he created us with these simple foundational needs and you guys community is like a huge, huge part of that. And so anyways, all that to say, if you're feeling malaise, not only in your bodies, but in your spirits, man, I want to pray for you. And I want to pray that you find that connection in that community. And you guys, I've been thinking about the spiritual intentions framework, you know, the 12 foundational principles to spiritual growth when all else fails. And this course that we created 
And you guys, you know, it's up and live. And I've been thinking about like what we talk about community in there. It's one of the sessions. All of these are audio sessions, right? It's 12 audio sessions. We talk about prayer, talk about scripture. We talk about all these, you know, spiritual disciplines that we can do to spiritual growth, but also just fundamental practices like these intentions, you know, do the next right thing and figuring that out. But one of the huge ones that we talk about and that we unravel in there is community. And I think that there's three different types of community that we unravel in there and that we not unravel, we dive into, we dig into, we help you figure out what are the different phases of community and what are the different types of community that you need in your life. Because the type of community you need may be a little bit different than the type of community I need. But all that to say, I've been thinking, oh my gosh, I think we need to do like community groups through, you know, the people that are a part of the spiritual intentions framework, doing like monthly Zoom meetups where we can actually unpack this stuff with one another. I mean, I, I think the spiritual practice, yeah, there's so much that we're supposed to do in the closet behind closed doors with the Lord, but I think we're intended to do some of these spiritual practices together, like in community. And this is where we learn from one another and we can encourage one another. And I don't know. So anyways, all that to say, I think we're going to start doing Zoom meetups. We did it uh, a couple of weeks ago with some of the people, the first people that joined the Spiritual Intentions Framework. And it was such a powerful time. I feel like, what the heck? Why not? Why don't we just do it once a month? And people can join in who are a part of it. And it, I'd like to keep it a little smaller. So we'll probably do multiple just because I want to give room for people to share. But I don't know what that's going to look like. But all that to say is if you're looking to, you know, grow spiritually when you are struggling in life, I'm telling you, the spiritual intentions framework is a great place to start. It's a great place for me to hold your hand and walk through these practices that we all need, you know, and we all, uh, it can really help us encounter God's love and his grace and his goodness and find more peace and joy from within. So if you are interested, the link for the spiritual intentions framework is in the show notes, okay? Thank you for journeying with me. Again, you guys, thank you for being my people. I know this episode went a little bit longer than normal, but I just really wanted to share that story of what happened last night. And just to recap, you know, if you're feeling malaise, if you're feeling, you know, some stuff going on inside, there's three steps. Get honest with yourself, get honest with God, and get honest with another human being. And the power of community is so, so powerful. And I believe God heals us through one another. It's amazing. It's incredible. And I just, just hang in there. If you feel lonely and you feel like you're never going to have that community again that you once had, or maybe you feel like, man, I never had community, man, hang in there, you guys. And through compassionate curiosity for yourself, care for yourself, take care of your heart, take care of your mind, but be on the lookout and be praying for those places and those people to come into your life. You guys, there are support groups. There's a support group for everything. Like, I don't care what you're walking through. You can find a support group with fellow like-minded people. And you can just be a, a fly on the wall and just join those support groups and just listen for a little bit, right? And then maybe you'll find some man or some woman that you connect with and then you reach out and it's baby steps. It's all baby steps. So don't condemn yourself. Don't beat yourself up because you don't have 27 best friends, okay? It's okay. It's okay. Okay, count yourself fortunate and blessed if you have one or two, right? And if you don't have one or two, let's pray for that one or two to come into your life. And let me tell you, you are that one or two for someone else. I'm telling you right now, you matter. You are here for a purpose and someone needs you in their life. All right, I love you guys. Let me say a prayer over you. And thanks for praying for my family. 
thanks for journeying with us in the podcast. Again, if you want to share it with somebody, that'd be awesome. Um, you guys are amazing and I love you. Okay. Till next time, Father God, I thank you for your grace. God, I thank you that you created us for community. Father, I thank you that you are our community. God, I thank you that no matter what man has done or woman has done in our lives, God, that you promise to never leave us nor forsake us. And so God, I pray for my friend, Lord, if they have some community wounds, God, would you heal them? Lord, would you remind them that you are with them and God, and that you are still the healer, you are still on the move, Jesus, and you want to heal their hearts and bring them into community. God, I thank you that... You've made my friend for such a time as this, Father, and that they were created to be someone else's friend too. And so, Lord, I just pray you'd lead and you guide and you just bless and nourish my friend's heart, mind, and soul. God, I thank you that you are good. And Lord, we believe, we believe in that Mark scripture, rid us of our unbelief. Lord, bless my friend and fill him by the power of your Holy Spirit. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. God bless you guys. Hello, my friend. If this episode blessed you, made you laugh, or triggered you, hey, that's growth, please do me a favor and share this with a friend. And if you feel led, please leave a written review for the show. That really helps us out. Don't forget you are in good company if you're feeling more broken than you'd like to admit. And you are more loved than you can ever imagine. Have a great week. See you next time.